By 20 podcast, and we are your hosts, Nathan McFly. It's shit nigga Woodrow. Oh shit, I didn't even come up with the fucking, uh, <laughs> this is just, uh, it's Charlie Pofo. <laughs> <laughs> we got Carlos Impact in the building. Mr. Savage. Oh my god. Yeah, we got our boy Carlos here. He's going to be with us here for this installment of the 20 by 20 podcast. Got a lot going on, but Woodrow, what's good, man? How's everything, man? Yo, man, I mean... My man went to the Impact show, and I, he he was just texting me with so many different stories, <laughs> so much shit going on. I was like, yo, we got to bring him on the show. Like, we got to hear about this. I was like, yo, stop telling me shit. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, so, yeah. So, we got my man here. This is well, what's up. Well, let me first of all start off with uh, thanks for the invitation. Yeah, no problem. No problem, Good man. to be here uh, the 2020 bike. I've been drinking. But yo, to that impact show. Um, where do where do I begin? Well, should we start like from? Uh, I say first. I think for for me, where it started personally was how I got extended an invitation. Uh, it was uh, your boy here uh, at what is your? Uh, well, I guess it's a radio. It's Woodrow. You can just uh, they know they know Woodrow. Oh, all right, all right. It's Woodrow. No, I was gonna say like the, the, your IG uh, whatever. Oh, SM, SM2. Right. Um, but so, so, so I get a text saying if I want to go watch a wrestling show. I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, and uh, he said, it's tonight, though. That's the only thing. So you got to be ready. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely down with that. He's like, only thing you got to do is bring a blunt. So <laughs> yeah, it was good. So like, I'm getting ready to go. He's already starting to sound like he's probably not going to make it or whatever. And then. Sure enough. It was in Gripe town. Was, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, I had to grip it. You know, I was not feeling up to it. But I still wanted you to go, which is why I kind of like, I was acting like I was going. Oh, yeah, because I probably would have fucking flaked too. Wait, before you steal my lighter, because this is, this happens. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Let me hold on to this. Thing. I kind of felt like you wouldn't have gone, and I'm glad you did. I'm glad I did too. Because sometimes I am pretty lazy. <laughs> that I almost show. didn't come today I was like I had to catch up on sleep Because of that night I still hadn't like Got a good night's sleep But let's shout out The sponsor True Shout out, shout out my Shout out my nigga Bones Oh word Who came through He, he was the plug He was nice. the one that got us in there word, Shout saying. out to Perletless You know what I'm saying Yeah word Shout Athletic out to Perletless Labs You might You might see me missing you, you might see me mixing The Perletless With some yak <laughs> <laughs> on a Thursday with no plans on going to the gym. <laughs> Relentless. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I can't drink. Nah, but shout out to Bones, man. But yeah, man. So still like Nah, yeah, you know, we're doing the Henny Gibbons this year though. Yeah, but I just I don't I know. It doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't agree with me anymore. Yeah. But it's good to drink Henny once a year, you know, mm-hmm. once or twice a year to let yeah. you know where you came from. Let you know where you came from. Because Henny was definitely the go-to. It'll put you in the gutter, because that's where I end up when I fucking drink Henny. Yeah, if you drank anything other than Henny, it was kind of like, where are you drinking that? Where? Or anything, you get me? 
Word. You, you about 99 bananas? Really? Wow. Uh, that's, that's, that's nasty. That's a disgusting libation <laughs> right there, son. That shit is wild. Sure, but to get back to impact, oh, yeah, so you made an impact. Yeah. Right? impact. <laughs> oh, yeah, so when I get there, I see knots. I get my shirt, make sure to copy your shirts. The NWA, NWO. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good looking for that. Yeah, that shit was tight. Pull it out. I was afraid it was going to be tight, like tight fitting, but no, it was good, good fit. Good quality shirt, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What's it called? Um, you did a great job there. <laughs> Well, with that, with that shirt, I've always thought like, you know, always trying to mix, you know, hip hop with wrestling. And I thought, I, I think I was just watching the the movie or like whatever. I was just listening to some NWA albums. I'm like, yo, these niggas like came in not giving a fuck, did whatever they wanted to do, and like just made their own rules. I was like, what kind of group was like that hmm. in wrestling? The first group that got came to with the NWO, the way they just took over WCW, like literally take over WCW by starting writing this shit and being produced. All that shit is fucking crazy, bro. Like, my nigga, y'all niggas wrote into existence fucking Dusty Rhodes being part of the NWO. That's nasty. Yeah, well, that's a nasty NWO. You know what I'm saying? But R.I.P. Dusty. When they became like NW, when they became like NWO South, yeah, <laughs> like those mad NWOs, they had an NWO, like NWO West Coast. Yeah, they had NWO <laughs> Japan. They, they, they were going in, bro. LWO, LWO, the BWO. Oh my God! Shout out to the BBWs. But that's yo, but that shit was fucking crazy, my nigga. Like that's nuts. That's nuts. That's nuts. Dope. Oh yeah, it's an official shirt. What's yeah. it called? How, how, how does one cop that? Where do you go to... Well, go? right now, you could just... Knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> or hit up the 20 by 20 podcast. At the Instagram way. page, you know, and then, you know, just DM for the order. So nice. good. We got we got a couple left. We got, like, about four joints left. So, let's see what happens. Well, if there's a, more of an interest, then we'll print some more out. Get yeah, out definitely, definitely. But yeah, so when I get in there, um, it's cool because that the Melrose Ballroom is like a you know like a intimate setting. You know, it's like a, the venue or whatever. So like as soon yeah. as you get in, you can see like every like from the outside, I could already see the ring. As soon as I get in, um, well I meet you outside. Yeah. You know, we go outside, go to the bar. First thing I gotta hit, um, and then we're there chilling for a while, standing, and then somebody comes up to us and says, "Oh, you guys can come over here this way." And I thought they were gonna oh, take yeah, us to they like swung us around. Yeah, they swung yeah. us around. They actually brought us closer. So we was like right by the ramp where they came in, and it was. Right there, also a bar on that side, so I was chilling. Um, I think by that point I already had like a Jack and Coke and a beer. Heineken, <laughs> shout out to Heineken. <laughs> shout out to Heineken. Shout out to the city bike. That's later in the story. Yeah, that's, that's in the morning. But like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is still like around eight o'clock. Yeah, no, is, but like, yeah, early like early with on. impact, with impact, it was. It was a good show, but the shit that really got to me was like, damn, the amount of people that were there because there was probably easy, like, I could say two, two fifty maybe, just there when that that spot, that venue could hold like a thousand people in there. Yeah, it wasn't as packed as it could have been, but it still looked pretty good, like from because everybody was at least close by in the ring. It wasn't yeah, I, I just it, it made it feel the, the whole top was uh, empty. There was nobody. Yeah, there was nobody on the top except for D'Lo Brown, which yeah, uh, oh right, yeah, yeah, probably the producers. Pointed and out, shit. he was like, "Yo, that's that's D'Lo up there." I'm like, how the fuck can you tell? Like, 
was a shitty. It was a shitty night. Yeah, the weather was super trash. I had to work in that shit. Because I was sick and I was still gonna go, but once I saw it was raining, I was like, "All right, I'm good." They could even stay home. Yeah, yeah, that shit got me. I had to go home and change because I put on some fucking drawers that were like way too big, and my shit kept slipping off. Yo, bro, I told you not to bring that up on the pod, bro. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, if you know, like when you're fat and then you lose weight. No, nigga, it's when the elastic on your drawers just like is done. Giving out. The elastic was giving out. The elastic was fine. It was just because it was like the the elastic don't elast forever, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, that shit go. I know the mechanics of rubber. (laughs) And you just got like a fucking like. I'm saying I I bring that up because I was potato sack with legs. I was was thinking not to go. You know, I was like, oh, I'm already home. Like, and then I was like, nah, you know what? I've been, I've been wanting to see like mad different promotions. Like I didn't start seeing wrestling shows till like the first one I went to was the Raw 25th anniversary, and that shit was fucking pretty dope. And then since then I've been to like three. So then I wanted to see when I heard his impact. I was like, yo, it's a whole different promotion. I want to check this shit out. Yeah. And I looked up the roster and I was like, I only recognized immediately um, Conan and um, who did I say? I forgot who else. Rich Swan. Yeah, Rich Swan, and I think there was somebody else, but that was pretty much it. But everybody else, I just like learned who they were there. But um, where am I going? Good show? Oh, no, yeah, the show's dope. Like like you said, um, it, was, it was mad good or whatever. But um, especially since you're, like, real close up, like, you hear the, like, it's called Impact. Like, you hear the fucking Impact and a lot of those moves. Who's that dude, um, Cage? Brian Cage, Brian yeah. Cage, yeah, Brolic dude. Yo, for real. And then he had a super fan over there. You remember this dude? Mm-hmm. Yo, he's Shout dope. Shout the super fan. He's dope. Where the super fan was telling the other nigga, yo, get out of here, you're worthless. Yo, can you move your phone, bro? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Fucking Android. <laughs> Yo, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, throw us in the couch. Yeah. Hand it to one of my freaks. Hold that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Say, hold that bitch. There's no like good way. <laughs> my imaginary girl, I got a lot of them. Like, hold on, my. Positions are open, though. Those BBWs we were talking about earlier. <laughs> shout outs to them. Shout out to the BBWs, man. Once again, that's the second shout out. We're going to do a countdown to it. Nas is just here like newly married and shit. Oh shit, my bad. Nah, all good, all good, all good. Congratulations. My wife is in Paris right now. Oh shit. So I'm over here wilding in the crib. That's why we're over here smoking like with reckless abandon. I hope she's not listening. All right, now you're doing a whole lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) Doing a whole lot of talking right now, boy. Yeah, we're smoking this podcast. That's what we're doing right now. We are smoking this right now. Or you want smoke. I think that's what you said. You want smoke. You want the smoke? I don't want the smoke. He clearly wants the smoke. uh, Shout out to them because when I saw them finally uh, debut on... uh, and have the match. I was like, okay, they're actually. Oh, um, Street Profits? Yeah, yeah Street, street Profits. Yeah, I, I, I like the Street Profits. I yeah, fucked with Before I was like, damn, how long? This nigga's been talking for a whole year. Like, when are they going to show them do some shit? Because, like I said, I didn't really watch NXT. Nah, like, yeah, they were killing it in NXT the last yeah, couple of months. I didn't really watch there. NXT until they um put it on TV. Like, even though I have the WWE Network, I never really got into it, but I, I definitely check them out now. Though. But, like, what was one thing that stood out to you from the whole night from Impact? Okay, so my bad. Yeah, back to. Uh, so, okay, well, pretty much, you know, we were there, we were watching the whole joint. Um, you, at some point, um, you left before you had to um, make leave for work. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I, you know, I was there by myself pretty much. And His then, wedding know, band went off. He's like, oh, oh shit. His wedding band here in the same The 
bad signal. It's only it's only you and him. He's like, all right, fellas. Say <laughs> something for us. So yeah, so at this point, I'm pretty I'm pretty sauced already too. And uh, um, so like after it closes up, um, they're like letting people go like in the ring and meet the wrestlers or whatever. So Rhino was in there, and I was like, well, let me go say what's up to this dude. So I paid. I think it was like um, 20, 20 bucks or whatever, and I, and I waited or whatever. I went and said what's up, took some pictures. And then um, after that, I had that blunt that I mentioned earlier that you told me to bring. So I was waiting the whole time to go smoke a cigarette, but then, like, since I was watching the matches, I never went out to go smoke. So I went outside to go smoke a bowl. I'm smoking that. As I'm smoking, fucking, I'm pulling out the blunt because I'm about to like, light that after. And then fucking uh, Rob Van Dam comes out like uh, with his uh, with his girl, the girl that he was uh, that was all over him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if that's his girlfriend or his wife. Oh, she's nice. What's going on? Yeah, she's yeah. ready. Gave that nice panty. <laughs> she, she was super ready on the ramp. So they come walking. Yo, <laughs> yo, she was ready on the ramp before she they even even the ring. Word Surprised up. the shit out of him. <laughs> He's like, damn, babe, word. <laughs> He's still on the fucking show. <laughs> So they come out and like I think there was like some people like following him trying to get pictures or whatever. He was like pulling his uh, travel case or whatever. And they were headed to the right. Like as soon as you walk out, they were headed like towards the right way or whatever. And then they crossed the street and actually went uh, left. But um, I had the blunt. I was like thinking about like passing it, passing it to him or whatever. And then I was like, I'm not passing, but give it to him because I haven't lit it yet. And I was like, no, no, I got this shit. I'm smoking. So basically, I lit it up and I start smoking it outside. And then whoever's out there, like I was like, yo, I got that kind bud. So like fucking. People that were out there smoking, also like some of the the crew that was like unpacking and stuff or whatever. I was smoking with them, and some dude like starts showing me like his like artwork or like uh, pictures that he's taking with autographs and all that shit. And while he's down there showing me his shit, all of a sudden like somebody like uh, brushes past me, and then fucking I look and it's fucking Rhino, and then he's also like he's in fucking house slippers and shit. This nigga's like uh, <laughs> in the fucking rain. It wasn't raining at this point. It already like or it was like I think like like light drizzle or anything. I don't remember. I'm also pretty like lit or whatever. I don't remember the the weather bothering me at this point. <clears throat> but he's walking with his girl and they're like walking that way I start heading that way too like there's a whole bunch of people just heading that way I just start walking that way fucking uh, smoking and shit and then um, passing the blunt and all that and uh, I'm like anybody else whining and somebody's like yo right here and then like behind me uh, I was like oh shit I look up and it's like one of them I forgot the dude's name but it's here um, I think his head was shaved and he had like the dreadlocks or whatever oh uh, so Eddie, Eddie think, Edwards I think yeah, Eddie I think, Edwards I might, yeah I think it's him the Blanquito right the tall dude Blanquito right yeah, I have to be Eddie Edwards. And, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, but I'm not trying to blow up spots here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that it was Eddie Edwards. I cannot neither confirm or deny this. What's it called? But basically, somebody behind me. All who, of this is uh, is alleged because yeah, he was drinking. So, <laughs> it's called all be in my head. But, um, so I just passed the blunt. This was a dreamy head <laughs> when he got off the city. The <laughs> <laughs> We're not even there yet. That's like uh, six hours from now. Where <laughs> that's coming, and that, yo, what's it called? Um, so yeah, I passed the blunt or whatever to him. We start smoking, and then I just like I'm walking with the crowd. I don't even realize. Next thing I know, we're like headed into like a bar, and I'm like, cool. So like I'm in there, um, and there's only like a couple of wrestlers in there at this point or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like they just start pouring in, like it just gets like packed, like um, everybody's like everybody that we saw over there, except uh, Rob and Demi. But I, I did see, um, the first person I saw, which I went up to him, I was like, I gotta go say some shit. And I was like, D-Lo! What's it called? Um, D-Lo Brown. D-Lo Brown. D-Lo Brown. Nice. He's sitting by the bar and shit, and I come up and I, you know, start politicking with him. I was like, yo, was you up there? Hold on, after? hold on one second. Shout out to the Nation of Domination. Hey! hey. We are the nation. 
Yo, no lie, for some reason, any member of the nation comes up in, like, almost a whole lot of episodes for just because. For real. But, yo, let me ask you a quick question before you continue. <laughs> At one point in the evening, did D'Lo Brown do the head nod? Um, no, and I wasn't going to ask him. No, 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 no not, not ask him. But, like, just casually, like, maybe, like, he got his drink and he just hit it, like, uh. He ain't do it for clout? Hit <laughs> word. What's it called? Um, I don't think so. You know what? Like the fuck you, the thing is, like, like the, the night was so clear for me that night, and then, like, when I woke up, like, it's hazy. Like, I don't remember what we talked about, but I remember bringing up a lot of shit, because I was mad drunk, and I fucking go on at length, when I'm so, which I'm surprised, like, nobody was, like, annoyed by me or anything. Like, but um, I think like, I was talking about, like, video games, too, like, the WWE video games, and, like, yeah. how they can make those shits better and shit, like, and stuff like that. And I, th- I think I might have brought up, like, the head, like, you know, like, the, because, you know, Stone Cold does it, and he does it. Or whatever. Oh, you brought it up? I think I might have, but I don't I don't know that I did because or I might have just had it in my head and I was like, no, don't bring it up. Because yeah, you knew I his I, name at least. I read already that he said he, he got it from Stone Cold or whatever, so there's really no point in like fucking bringing that up or whatever. Mm. But I remember, I, did, I do remember talking about like fucking the WWE games and stuff. And uh, I think Josh Matthews was there at a certain point, like he came through. And like, I didn't realize it was him. It was when, you know, it's a crowded place and you're like pushing through people or whatever to get by. So like I put my hand on his back or whatever to like move past or whatever. And, and this then, is jo- Josh Matthews? Yeah, yeah, and then I, now that I think about it, he's probably joking or whatever, but I was like, oh, my bad. And he was like, yeah, don't touch me. And then what's it called? I made a face like, oh, and then I looked at D-Lo and he made a face like that too. But um, I'm pretty sure he was joking. You know, just, yeah, uh, he wanted smoke. He, <laughs> that nigga he dared, wanted he all you. the smoke. He wanted it. He dared you. No, he well, dared I, you. I was pretty much there with them almost the whole night, like, um, until like some of the other people poured in or whatever, but I was hanging out with them like right there by the bar. Um, and this nigga D-Lo bought me a drink. Like, I offered to buy them a drink or whatever, and he asked me what I was drinking. I was like, I've been drinking Jack and Coke for right now. I'm just drinking uh, beers or whatever. He was like, what kind? I was like, Heineken. He was like, and he just asked the bartender for it. And I was like, yo, good shit. Wow. Got a drink bought from D-Lo Brown. Shout out to D-Lo being a gentleman. Shout out to D-Lo, bro. Yo, that nigga, he is a gentleman. That nigga's mad cool. Shit's cool as shit. And then, um... You know what I'm saying? Oh, um... There was talk of that, but then Tommy Dreamer came in. And <laughs> no way. That nigga was cool, too. Like, I, like, I was chilling with Dula for a while. And I, at first, like, I was like, I'm not going to pull out the camera. I don't want to be like one of those people that be like, yo, let me take a pee. You know, people just, yeah. they just want to drink, you know what I mean? But at a certain, I, I, after like uh, uh, Tommy was there for a while, I was like, yo, uh, I, don't, I hate to be that guy, but uh, can, I, can I bother you for a picture or whatever? He was like, no, yeah, go for it. And then so I pull out the thing, I take a picture or whatever, and then I'm, I'm like fucking kind of geeking out, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fucking, this fucking Tommy Dreamer stuff. And uh, so I was like, yo, I don't mean to be so fucking, you know, like, in awe and shit or whatever. It's not like you're like a hot chick or anything. And he's like, I'm softer than one. And he walks off. I was like, yo, this thing. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I told him, he thought that I said that he called me soft. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Tommy Dreamer. And I was still hype. I'm like, yo, Tommy Dreamer called you soft, man? That's fire. <laughs> nah, that would have been Enzo. Not cool. <laughs> And then also, um, uh, what's his name? Because uh, you left before the last match. The last yeah, match yeah, was yeah. fucking Ken Shamrock. And fucking Kenny fucking Shamrock fucking poured in too. And he was, but he was like, he came in for like just a couple of minutes. The world's most the dangerous world's, man was that the mad right donkey? Mm-hmm. As close as I am to you right now, that's how he was next to me. But he was on this side. And I'm like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, yo, I'm standing next to the world's most dangerous man. And yo, I'm just but, like, yo, Kenny. Yo, shout out to Ken, but Ken Shamrock though. He followed us on Twitter. Shout out to him. Yo, shouts to Kenny. Yeah? Yeah. You made my night, Kenny. Even though he was there just, just for a minute. But yo, everybody respects D.O. too. Like, everybody, like, came up to him. You know what I mean? Like, and then at a certain point, like, there's, like, um, because there was, like, oh, some bro. of the female wrestlers was on a table. 
And I, you know, like I'm pretty soft, so like I'm talking. I'm not trying to be like disrespectful or anything, but I am like, just like if there's anybody else at the bar, just no, like, no definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, and then like I feel like a hand on my shoulder or whatever, like it's like some big wrestler. I forgot, I forgot. Like I said, I don't know these guys' names or anything, or whatever. But he's like, um, he's like, uh, is this guy bothering you guys or whatever? But you know, joking around also, whatever. And then a uh, D-Lo just goes. This is why I said D-Lo. He just like he's like, nah, he's cool. Oh shit, we're about to get stretched or some shit. Because <laughs> I'm sure they got, you know, like mad people that come up to them and just like holding or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely always bothering yo, let's give let's give D-Lo his flowers real quick. You were, because, right. yo, you were he was a dope European champion. He was. Yo, a European champion, Eric Connell champion. You know what I think his, I did mention? But I don't know if, I think I mentioned, uh, I was like, yo, how do you feel about Roman Reigns fucking using a vest, like fucking stealing your shit? Word. His you. his frog splash was fire. That frog splash was crazy. That head nod shit. He did it for a while, and then when it caught on, and that shit became like That's part popular. Of he sold it ill. He sold it great. He sold better, it better, ill. better than Vinnie Mac. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Dude, four time European champion, one time Intercontinental champion, like. People say that, you know, black people are never world champion, but, yo, but, dude, we've... They probably got to work a lot harder, though. Yeah, black and Spanish people. Yeah, black and Spanish people had their runs, you know what I'm saying? He had a dope run. It's just because, in, in general, in TV and entertainment in general, white people just, they have a bigger presence. Of, not that they do in the population in real life, but in, in entertainment. You would swear, like, just watching TV growing up, like, fucking, the whole world was white. So I love the concept. I mean, show. honestly, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't really feel it, like, in New York, but... Majority of the country is white. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the Especially day, travel. they're going to cater to their demographic. And we were talking about it last week, like <clears throat> how a lot of wrestlers look the same. And, and you know, because it's all about like the hometown hero. And the hometown hero is always going to look like. Speaking on how they look the same, that's why sometimes you got to stand out. And that's why they're like mad flamboyant and OD with it. Like yeah. your boy Uncle Rico. Oh <laughs> shit! There was this dude there, bro. He his whole shit is like an '80s like yeah. powerhouse gym member with fucking forensic <laughs> fucking onesies on. Yeah. Yo, my nigga, this nigga came out and he old too. He like forty something, and he looking like that dude in the gym from '84, bro. With the, yeah, the Uncle Rico with the, in the face ass nigga, bro. Or, Holy shit. Or, or you could be throwing pancakes. <laughs> yeah, they need to drop that shit already. Who, who What's makes, that pancake who, shit about again? Can can one of you guys put me on to why these guys throw pancakes? Yo, they just do stupid shit. No, no, no. no I get it. I mean, do yo, they make the pancakes or do pancakes? they grab it from like um, craft services? And, I don't when Kofi, you see Kofi throwing the pancakes? Yeah, no, but like who's making those pancakes? Like, Yeah, like. And are people eating them when they catch them? Or like, probably. I, they, no, they throw real live actual pancakes, bro. Like, why is why is everybody okay with Kofi wasting food every time he comes out? Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. I hope they don't do that. Well, you know, maybe he's like on some Trump shit. How he's handing out towels and stuff. Well, he's handing out pancakes. Handing but, out pancakes. but what's the what's what's the high science behind the pancakes? Why do people do the things they do? I couldn't tell you. No, I don't know. What's I the know. I, I really don't Nothing? know why they chose pancakes. I don't uh, know. Why bro. is this cereal called Bootios? Not because I get that. No, they worked it into a game. They talked about how they were going to come out with their own cereal. Their I own that. I'm just saying, like, you know, shout so. out, yo, shout out to the big bad booty daddy, yo. <laughs> fucking genetic Mark? freak, yeah. <laughs> you already know. The fuck, yo, that, yo. Shout out to Big Papa Pump, man. The fucking 
Oh man, Hot if you hear me. That's your hooked up right there. That's the fucking hookup. Oh, speaking of hookup, I forgot. That was walking, talking steroids. Alright, dude. So, like, to wrap up that night, like, how how was the night in general, and did anything else happen? Like, but yeah. So uh, it was a dope night. What's it called? A little, like I said, some of it is a haze because I was like pretty drunk or whatever. Uh, the last thing I do remember, um, remember that dude that I said was like uh, we were talking about. He looked like a Puerto Rican Finn Balor. Yeah, from the Rascals. I forgot his name, but he's from that that trio, the Rascals. Yeah, so he was in there too. Like uh, that whole crew was in there, or whatever. And um, at one point, too, I told him I was like, "Yo, we saw you in there." Um, he was like, "Oh, this nigga's like the Puerto Rican Finn Balor." And uh, he just started laughing, and he was like, <laughs> Puerto, he, was, he was like, he did look like a Puerto Rican yeah. Finn Balor. He was like, I've never heard that one. That's pretty good. I like that. He was like, usually I've heard fake Ricochet, but Puerto Rican Finn Balor. I've never fake heard. Ricochet. <laughs> he wow. Said, he said that shit. I was like, wow, did you say that? He was like, yeah. And I was like, nah, definitely not. But um, so uh, it was yeah, it was a good night. After that, I really don't remember much. It was kind of a blur. Like I know this thing was in Queens. I live in Queens, so there was no reason. The story, for me. The story. I live in a story. There's no reason for me to be. On the train, you know what I mean, yeah. to get home. But somehow I uh, woke up, like I just like all of a sudden I just wake up and I'm sitting on the train, and I'm like trying to orientate myself, like what the hell? And um, I feel fully rusted. And, uh, <laughs> I get up and I just get off on the train. You know, the stop that it stopped on. I just got off right there, and I see I'm in Manhattan. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in Manhattan? It's like seven in the morning or whatever. Jesus. And I gotta go to work. How, how long were you out for? Do you know? I have no idea, but I mean, the night, I, feel like, <laughs> I don't know what time. <clears throat> everything culminated or whatever, but even let's say if it finished at like three in the morning or four in the morning, that still leaves like three or four hours of just like, you know what, what I mean? What the like, fuck happened? Yeah, like what the fuck happened? So I'm, I think I just like, somehow, I don't know why I got on the train, but I got on the train, I, I guess I passed out on it. And then so I wake up, I go get McDonald's when I get off, and then I get back on the train to come home, to come to Queens. And I, when I got off the train station, I decided to take one of those city bikes. I'm still a little bit, uh, I'm still drunk actually, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's why I felt so good too. And uh, yeah, I get on the city bike and I ride it all the way home, no problems. As soon as I get like a block from my house, after I get decide to get more beer uh, at the store and some Lucy's, sorry mom, uh, what's it called? I get on the, like some dude's coming up to me and he's like all like happy and shit. He's like, because he's doing construction work like in front of my building. Yeah. And he was just, uh, you know, saying what's up and all that. And then we start talking a little bit. I get in the bike, he turns around, I get on the bike. And as soon as I get on it, I just fell over like, I don't even know how, like I scraped my knees like a little bitch and shit. Bust and, uh, that ass. He just turns around like laughing. He's like, yo, you all right? He starts like helping me. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I fucking get up and just I ride never rode one of those city right bikes. Off. Yeah, like, I think it was because my parents were sagging and I got caught on the fuck because the seat was mad high and fixed it up. <laughs> were your drawers sagging? I, I, no, no, I remember I went home to change the drawers, so it was all good. Otherwise, I would probably, that would have been an even worse situation. Bro, a pair of drawers with no elastic is like a, I'm about to just bring a, these it's just a potato sack <laughs> with fucking leg holes. It had elastic. It's a potato sack <laughs> with leg holes. <laughs> I think it's a potato sack. That's my body type. Yeah. He's describing, I guess, potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> very complimentary. <coughs> Two leg holes and a dick hole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> First of all, you describe it like tighty whitey and shit, like <laughs> leg hold there. There's also, uh, uh, you know, like these are boxer groups, my man. You got the wrong picture. Either way, let's get off the topic. <laughs> yeah, off topic. Off topic. Off topic. But um, let's speaking get, of, <laughs> let's get back into it. So the Wednesday night wars. Now, for people who haven't been really, t- you know, keeping an eye on how the ratings look, just because you know the last. I guess you could say four or five weeks. Of course, AEW has won those 
those rating wars, but they are really closing in. I mean, you're going from the, so it is the episode, the, the debut episode of AEW Dynamite, it did over a million people viewing it at, at the same time, right? So they had, I think it was like, I think it was like about 1.4 million, and NXT had about like a little, little under 900,000, I think it was. So they, that was like their biggest, their biggest gap. It was like about a good 500,000, 600,000 viewers. That was their debut. Yeah, on their debut. And then now, it's only a $9,000, not $9,000, 9,000 viewer difference. And it's still AEW in the leader. AEW still in the lead. AEW had 822,000 viewers this past Wednesday, while NXT had 813,000. You know what I think is happening, too, is because um, AEW, even though they're getting their exposure because the WWE has their product on at the same time, they're also getting they're also getting the same. They're benefiting from AEW, so the people that are watching AEW, at first, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch AEW when that shit comes yeah. on. And then because NXT's on at the same time, just like the Monday Night Wars, I'm like, during commercials, I started switching to NXT. And then I saw this nigga, uh, Matt Riddle and shit, whatever, and I was like, yo, this nigga is nasty. So, like, I start, I find myself watching NXT sometimes a little, depending on who's, you know, the same thing as the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, you're going to go back and forth with the channels, yeah, channel surfing that shit. You know what I mean? Like, and lately I've been feeling NXT, like, a little bit more than SmackDown and Raw, too. So the fact that they're bringing it to SmackDown and Raw, like how they had Adam Cole over there on Raw, I thought that was pretty dope. And I guess they're trying to, like, legitimize the the brand or whatever, because they were saying, like, they're not looking at NXT, like, where you're going up, if you go to Raw and SmackDown, they're looking at it like laterally. Like yeah, they want to look at it as, as it's equal. Which they should, obviously, like, because some of their main roster stars are there, and a lot of main roster stars came from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, move on, like, yeah. what's going on right now in NXT is just like, you know, with the whole invasion situation. I think they're doing it right. It's just like, it's just added on to, like, the reason to watch NXT. Mm hmm. Definitely. I wonder definitely. where they go with that, with the invasion. Like, what exactly are they gonna do? Because it's gonna be, it's gonna end up being like a Survivor Series. It's gonna not, be a Survivor not, Series type match. Like, what they gonna, gonna? They're not gonna dissolve, uh, you know, NXT like how they did with like WWE. No, 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 no. What they're gonna do for Survivor Series is it's NXT versus the main roster. So meaning, there's gonna be, from what I'm thinking, a team consisting of Raw and SmackDown guys together. Yeah. So right now, it, it was just put out earlier today that the first person part of that team is going to be Seth Rollins. Now, what I don't know what's going on is because a couple weeks back, Chopper was talking about he's getting ready to go to war. And they have this this um, NXT TakeOver War Games. Remember War Games in WCW? Yeah. So they have a War Games match at, at this TakeOver. It's, it's been on this type of TakeOver, the November TakeOver, for a while already. And I'm thinking they're going to have an Undisputed Era for, for the war games, but if they're going to undispute her for the war games, what is Adam Cole going to do during Survivor Series? Like, NXT has to be really represented well against the main round. They got to put their biggest, biggest yeah, gotta, stars there. They got to get put over, like, in a sense. Even if everybody doesn't, like, get over, like, you, you got to put at least the, the promotion in general got to go yeah, over. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely, definitely. So... Uh, another thing with NXT is like how how he said like the main roster guy is over there. You've seen the OC come up, show up right be- right before the, the show started. They fucked they fucked up on this beauty era. They put it on social media so pe- everybody could start getting start getting together. But like oh shit, we should just watch the opening of NXT, see how it goes. This right here is gonna draw the ratings. They know that they have a legitimate company that's just like 
AEW. Just that, you know, NXT doesn't have that star power yet. Yes, they have guys like Adam Cole. Yes, they got Finn Balor. Those are stars. Adam Cole being a star on the come up with Finn Balor already having a star, but they don't have like these other people that were world champions. I mean, universal champion for Finn Balor, but he had to give it up the next night because he got injured. But they don't have like world champions like Jericho, do you uh, see them, Moxley, do you Omega see them as their people? top stars. Do you see them drafting people into NXT like how that was supposed to happen? Like I thought that was speculation with that match. That was something that they were talking about having NXT part of the draft, but NXT wasn't part of the draft. It was just main. It was just both main roster sides was, and Raw and SmackDown. Wasn't it the match with Seth like if he lost or something he had to was it Seth or somebody else or was it AJ like wasn't there like a match with somebody if they lost they had to join NXT or something? No, or if, they, no. Or if they won they would become the champion so they would have to join NXT or something. The no, 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 no. They, they had, he had a match with Daniel Bryan was for the NXT Championship. <laughs> what would happen like, if Daniel Bryan would have won? Then, he then he would have been NXT Champion. But then would he go to NXT? Or I would, would think so. You know, but holding their main belt, that would have been something really dope to happen, to be yeah, honest. Well, I think you know? like, that would be a way for them to get like some star power, too, because they can like, bring in people. Definitely, that definitely. Place. They could definitely get... That's why, that's why that move for have. Finn Balor. That, that, was the, yeah. that was the move they needed. And now Finn Balor, you know, he's, he's uh, pretty yeah, talkative. Some people see that like as a move, as a step down. You know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But Cause weren't they the way... Do that too with the, what was the two guys' names? Uh, the, the, um, I forgot the names. Uh, we were just talking about them earlier. The debut match was uh, pretty good or whatever. But it's, it might be a step oh, down as far as promotion. Where you don't want the smoke. Like as far as appeal. Uh, appeal like, um, of course, the SmackDown's on Fox. The amount of people you're going to reach, yeah. yeah. But it's not a, as far as talent or no, 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 storylines no. and what's going I'm not saying on. I look at it though. I'm saying like something that they see right now. It's like like that tag team was supposed to get moved to. Uh, it's not like it's two o five live. <laughs> <laughs> but two o five got some really dope mm-hmm. dope talent, bro. And That's yo, why they're being that guy Umberto, he was just shitting on on. Um, I was just shitting on him. I was just kind of just asking like, why, why the fuck all of a sudden he's getting people thought you were shitting on. Yeah, it was like, yo, watch 205 Live. I'm like, yeah, I might not never watch <laughs> fucking 205 Live. But, because <clears throat> I was looking at uh, AEW, they have a pay-per-view tonight. Full throttle, right? Full gear. Full gear. Yes. <laughs> Full throttle. That's a Fast and um, Furious movie, right? Probably. Shout out to Hobbs and Shaw. But, um, how much is that pay-per-view? $50. $50. That's how much pay-per-views are nowadays? So what let me tell you, let me ask you a question. What what am I gonna get different on this fifty dollar pot uh I was gonna say podcast (laughs) on this fifty dollar pay-per-view? What am I gonna get different that I'm not gonna get on dynamite? The bubbly. The bubbly. (laughs) No, seriously. Nah, to be honest. Fifty dollars is a lot of money. This is that's it's five pay per views. But that's how much pay per views of WWE. But I don't see myself ever buying an AEW pay per view. I don't see myself ever I don't see buying, myself buying any pay per view. You know what I'm? You know what I'm doing? I would go. Anything. Yo, shout out to the Jabba Tears, who's hosting their party. Oh, and, uh, hold on, hold on. You mean you don't? You you mean you wouldn't pay to see Jericho versus Cody? No, I'll pay to go to the spot to go see it. How about that? Or you don't have like a party in your house or something but like just to like watch it by yourself pay for that why are they not at Legends this time nah they're not at Legends they are not at Legends when is it's tonight is it there's 20 27 West 35th Street 27 West 35th Street what time uh well the event starts at 7 7 7 o'clock 
But fifty dollars, bro. A drink's affordable, but that's not how much it is at the door. Like in the room. Last year, it's not bad. Like I mean, I don't know when they were at Legends, it's not bad. Spot they at this this time around. Oh, we just said it. Two thirty. Oh, I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was about to say it already. Point is, I would not spend fifty dollars on an AEW pay per view. Would you spend fifty dollars on Sorry. any pay per view? Um, I might spend fifty dollars on a Tyson fight. Tyson, as I understand it, is retired. Well, no, I would not spend $50 on a pay-per-view. <laughs> so your whole point is irrelevant. You're making it sound like AEW's product is not worth the $50 investment, but you wouldn't make that investment on anything. So, all right. Well, look, can, I get, honest, can I get that? I wouldn't. I'm not paying for it. Like I said, I would go to a viewing party. Now, that now like, that that's a thing now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. going going to a, a bar or a certain establishment where they're going to show the pay-per-view event, you pay a cover. If not, you have to pay, you know, you have to at least... Buy a minimum of twenty dollars worth of drinks and food, or twenty five dollars, whatever it may be, and that's dope. And you Fine. can watch it. I'm with good a, with that. Like minded folks, instead of in your bedroom on your tablet, because none of your roommates want to watch it. We're not <laughs> exactly. We're not to not to dicky, but Jabba tears. They be they be having like a dope crowd. Like yeah, the bunch crowd of, is bunch of that look like us watching wrestling and shit. So I be digging it. I be fucking with it. Any fights ever break out? Like, nah, nah, nah. I said peaceful, man. Not like, like fights, real, fights. I'm talking about like real just peaceful. Like, it's almost like niggas be in there cosplay and that's what I mean. Like people just start like <laughs> walking around with that's their belts. Like when they start like fake wrestling and shit with each other. Shit. Nah, I'd be loving it. Because like, when you go to events and then on the train back, that's a thing. Like on the train ride back home, where like all the people that are coming. Back yeah, yeah, everybody's talking about and, this shit. And then like niggas be putting on shows inside the fucking trains and shit. Like, nah, yeah, it'd be loved though. It'd be loving there. So you know, I would rather do that to be honest. And. One thing that got me really hyped about watching uh, Full Gear is after this Cody promo. Yeah, this good. Cody promo is fucking dope. And what they've been doing with their, at least their top talent, from what it seems like, they're giving them the mic and they're giving them free will. As, you, as you've as seen with John Moxley, the way he put all that emotion in when he said that it's bullshit if I win this match and it just don't count towards my record. Like, it's just certain things they're playing there that it's just making the storyline, you know, even better. And making you wait for this match. But, back to Cody. One thing he said that I was just like, fuck, why he had to say that? Because I feel like it messed up the whole the whole way of the match. In what way? Because he said that if he loses, he'll never challenge for the AEW championship yeah, I wasn't again. feeling that either. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, Cody's winning. All right, cool. Or, How are you going to have one? Not, he, not your top time. Wait, hold on. Not like your group of top time, but the face of your organization. The one is out there in the business meetings, the way they have like fucking Roman Reigns and AJ Styles going and shit like that. Right. That nigga, and you're not gonna put the world title on him? There's no way he's never gonna be world uh, AEW world champion. There's no way he's never gonna. He's I never gonna maybe they, maybe they go the opposite way, and since he's like behind the scenes and he, he has to carry the company, he's thinking like, what's it called? You know, maybe he will lose, and what's it called? And he won't carry the strap because you know, like it's kind of like a conflict of interest. You know what I mean? You're, yeah, but you're the promoter and the booker, and that, the, that's that's been happening. Always, his his father's yeah. legendary for that shit. True, <laughs> and not for nothing. If if you deserve it, and it fits, it doesn't matter who's calling it. The only problem I had when he said it was forever. Like if he would have said like for like a year or a couple, you know what I mean? Like because then it seems like all right, that's cool. But but in his defense, 
Sometimes. Sometimes, baby. Sometimes. Sometimes, baby. You get in the moment and you just say shit. <laughs> shit that you probably wouldn't have said. <laughs> but I fucked, I fucked with him and I fucked with that promo, honestly, because I felt it. Yeah. It felt like he really don't fuck with Jericho. It really felt like he can't wait to fight Jericho. And that that is what is missing from wrestling. Passion. Like, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's still like, uh, I think I'm better than you. I want to beat you. I want to be champion. Yeah. But the way it's being carried out is real heartfelt. And Jericho, honestly, is looking like a real heel right now. Yo, shout to him. For Jericho's really, always been really good. No, no, right? but I mean, like, he's he's being, like, he's really doing it. Like, it's a whole new promotion. Yo, did you see that documentary he did? To, like, make fun of Cody shit. Like, that he's doing, like, different things. Like, yeah. the video with the jet, whatever. Like yeah, that. they have fucking Virgil yeah. in it. That shit was yeah, yeah. hilarious. Shit was dope. Doing what? Yeah, just talking about how, like, how... It's like some how, how, good, how good of a wrestler he is. It was just like a... Like a spoof metric, like I just said. They did something with Cody last week. Like, uh, documenting his road to, like, facing Jericho. We'll put a link to it over here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He pointed at the floor. <laughs> but you know, like like shit like that, and that shit was just, and that shit was just dope. Like the way he did it, and he had fucking uh, Sammy Guevara there, and he was like, you know, he's been like a father figure to me, and you know, he he's the first ever AEW World Champion and the youngest at that. And he had like. Yo, what he said, and the youngest at that, yeah. he's the first one ever. He has some, like, random, he, random viejita there, and, she's just, so and it said on the bottom, Jericho's aunt's friend from church. It's like <laughs> stupid shit like that. And, they didn't, and then when they had Virgil, they didn't have, they didn't, it didn't say Virgil, it said Soul Train Jones, which was his, his wrestling name before he became oh, wow. Virgil. Ooh. That shit was funny, bro. That shit was funny. And Virgil's just hilarious on fucking Twitter. They're like, yo, the meat, he's a like, AEW is meat sauce. Because his whole shit is about me, so because he worked at an Olive Garden or whatever. Yeah, I think I heard him yell that shit out during some shoots. Yo, that nigga is beyond hilarious, bro. Yeah, he'll do a whole 20 minute shoot for $20. About meat sauce? <laughs> about anything. Shout out to ODB. Give him a topic. Oh, yeah, ODB got a, a fucking barbecue on wheels or some shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, she was cool too. Yeah, you was trying to smash? I was, I don't think. Wow. Wow. Maybe that was her boyfriend that put her on. <laughs> I mean, he's a single man, you know what I'm saying? Vete, vete, loco. Sometimes I'll leave it to Disfruta. <laughs> I'll put it on her. Sometimes you gotta show them, show them my luda, like, yo. That's right. I like I'm all, out all here. bitches need love, too. I'm out here. <laughs> can, we say, can we say old bitches? On? <laughs> you, already you already said, said, it, said it twice. Oh my we'll clean that God. up in post. We'll clean that oh, up. Oh, man. But, um, so. Or, or we won't. <laughs> just let him rock. So, Mustafa Ali was on CBS. Oh, I didn't see that. You didn't see it? No. We, we were yeah, just we, watching. We he had an interview it. on the evening news on CBS, and they were talking about stereotypes within wrestling. And they, they went all the way back towards, like, you know, Hulk Hogan's first title reign with Iron Sheik and how. His stereotype of a Muslim man has been portrayed within wrestling. They showed that through the interview. Did they? So, I don't remember them really like. 
I always remember them talking about, like, oh, he's a cop from Chicago. Or no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. They're talking about the change in that. Okay. How he, he changed from all his minds. Like, yo, I don't have to be this stereotypical Muslim that hates America, burns yeah. flags in order to, like, be good. Because he said one of the, that, that was his breakthrough, like, being that type of uh, character when he was in uh, Jersey Old Pro and everything. So... He said that what changed his mind about everything was there was like a six-year-old kid who put his fist up in front of him and he's like, damn, I just taught you how to hate people like me. So he said like that, it stopped all day. He's like, I'd rather just change their their minds on the look by looking at it because I can't change their minds generally, but I could change what they see. So if they see something positive from a Muslim, you know, it'll it'll harbor better, you know, better energy. Nice. So, well, I mean, what, what, how would he play? If he wanted, that means that's only good if he just wanted to be a baby face, but if he wanted to be a heel, like, I get, you'd have to work that much harder because it's easy. It's like cheap heat, you know what I mean? To be yeah. like that. Oh, definitely. Definitely cheap heat. Look what they did with Jinder. They put they put a suit on him and made him look like some but mafioso I, Indian. But nigga. I love Jinder. Like, Bernin style. <laughs> Bernin style. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you Whenever Jinder says, and now I will talk. To my people in their native language of Punjabi, like and then start. And, and you, and you I thought it, that right? was dope. Yeah, I, I thought that was you, dope. You loved it, right? If I was Punjabi, I'd be like hell yeah, nigga. But let me ask you. All right, so let me ask like, you some questions. If I was like a Hispanic wrestler, I'd be like, let me talk to my people. Forget all these. Let me. Do you love Penil? Who doesn't love Penil, man? All right. Do you think Jinder Mahal <laughs> looks? His skin looks like Penil. You know he's not Muslim, right? Isn't he no, Indian? I'm, like, no, I'm just talking about he's how his Indian. skin looks. He's Indian. Indian, so like Muslims don't eat. No, but he always talking about I'm his just talking about his skin. He's uh, talking about the way he looks. He's talking he's about his, uh, his, his stylarity. Yeah, it looks like the quail. I'm talking about the anatomy of Jinder Mahal. Does it look like Penil? I don't know what it looks like. All right, well, when I look at Jinder Mahal, what Penil are you eating, bro? He's eating straight quail, bro. He's yeah. just eating the, the skin. The skin, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't All right, it. you can go back on your Jinder Mahal <laughs> love, <laughs> love segment, but I just want to. I just wanted to bring out the Benil. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. That right. that straight Benil stuff. But back to you. I mean, I was pretty much done with it. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I I think this is good. This is good for him because he's he's fantastic in the ring. He's just started to really grasp the audience, and he just needs to come out with something unique. They need to let him talk because when he does these these vignettes online that he produces himself, it's just all him being serious and just talking and talking straight from the heart, and it shit sounds dope. You know, he got a lot to talk about. Why don't you just give him the mic, let him present himself. A lot of these talents that they have right now, they're not getting the, the opportunity to present themselves. And I feel like that's what's killing it because they're letting these other motherfuckers write for them. Obviously, whatever the fuck they're writing for them within their fucking styles is straight trash. Jericho used to say that, that um, they would hand him uh, stuff or whatever. And, and he he'll change it so, himself. Sometimes he wouldn't even look at it. He was like, sometimes I'll fuck with him and just crumble it up and just throw it in the face like, like a dick or whatever. And he'd be like... Yeah, Stone Cold on that uh, Hot Wings, he was talking about how his first gimmick was like to be like Stone Cowboy Steve Austin or some shit yeah. like that. And he was like, the fuck? I don't want to be a cowboy. I'm not a fucking cowboy. Oh, no, this is Jericho, actually. Jericho on Hot Wings was like, I'm not, I'm not a fucking cowboy. Yeah, they wanted to name him like some shit. Something Cowboy. He's like, I'm not a cowboy, I'm baby a fucking cowboy. rocker. Shout out to baby cowboy. Yo, baby, baby <laughs> cowboy, that's crazy. That's nasty. <laughs> um, Jericho's like, I'm not a fucking cowboy, I'm a rocker. 
And he went to somebody for advice, and the dude was like, yo, just don't do it. Just straight like that. So it's like sometimes, like, if if you're not with it, then don't do it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it's one of those things that stays with you, like the parts you play in, like, movies or whatever. You know what I mean, I used to hate fucking, uh, I was Dino Brown um, when I was a kid. I was, What's the Snipes? Yeah, because I, 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 so, he was so good in that movie, I thought he was, like, really like that. Yeah, but that shit didn't stay with him. But you know, no, no, but I just mean, like, you know what character is going to stay with him? Your the man Mike, IRS? no, your man Mike Canellis. <laughs> he, he's um, gonna be the pendejo character for life. Yo, he's gonna be the that's cuckold. How this chick, that's this nigga's uh, husband, right? This girl's. Uh, yeah, I forgot him and Rusev. Maria Canellis. Oh, I don't even. I, I don't even like that whole line. Uh, like they've done that so many times. That, no, but that shit. The way they're doing it now. How do you bounce back from nasty. that? How do you bounce back from that character? I mean, how do you go make out with your wife after she made out with some other dude? Like, I know it's acting. Nigga, how do you bounce back from that? How do you compliment? How do you compliment her performance? Well, first of all, like yo, babe, you killed that kid. Killed that. Even yo, in the ring, when, when you grabbed like, this dick, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, damn, I believe she really wanted it. <laughs> even in the storyline, he wants her back. Like, why would you want somebody back after doing all that? They're making him look mad weak. You know what I mean? Like, if. A normal dude, if the chick is making out with somebody, you're like, you know what, bitch, let me go get somebody else. Like, how are you going to get, like you said, how did you bounce Like, that shit is not even reality right there. Because they're, they're feeding into the cuckold demographic. Yeah, no, because white people like to see that shit. Like, oh, a white girl with a fucking BBC. Like, oh, uh, we're... <laughs> <laughs> what? That's white people, Boy, yeah. Oh my I got, god! I got my I got my wifey for forty fifth birthday at BBC. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Admission, whole year. <laughs> Dingo party. Season tickets. You think it's at a man Dingo party? Yo, I just pictured myself <laughs> <laughs> having a party by yourself. Oh shit. Yo, man, it's. Nasty. I don't know. I just don't like the angle. I'm not really feeling it. Like, nah, me either. Me either. Yeah. That's so, like, like, how do you bounce back? I think you gotta be a white southerner with a like a, a pretty, I, there's a pretty no, To me, there's no bounce back. There's no bounce back from that. I like, mean, the only person that's helping out is Lashley. That's definitely. That's it. Lashley's looking Which like a million like, bucks right I, now. I, but I used to like think Lashley like. He's got the look and he's got the talent, but for some reason he's not going. Anywhere. He looked like but a ninja turtle without listen, the show. Lashley's in his forties. <laughs> Donatello, man. Lashley's in his forties. Yeah. You got you got a younger star in Rusev and you're making him look like trash. So I'm saying Rusev is the man. So I'm like, Rusev is the man. Like, I like he's, he's the man as as well, when it man? comes to wrestling. Exactly. Now he's a bird. So it's like, yo, he's for him to bird. even get exactly. anything going on, he would have to like go out the country like some of these niggas did. Yeah, because that, that does hurt you. Like if that's like, that's yeah, the last dude. thing, that's his last portrayal. Like, you literally got to go make a name for yourself and then come back. Yeah. Again, because, like, what are you going to do? He's going to be like... They just pressed the reset button for his life. Not even not even for his career in WWE. What was it that, that quote Macho Man said? He was like, uh, about working with your wife or He's whatever. He's like, the last time I worked with my wife, she wasn't my wife anymore. Exactly. Like, that's that's what I feel is going to happen. So, I would have never signed off on that <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all... Hogan was definitely... By the way, that was a pretty good fucking... Uh, that was nice. <laughs> Yo, Hogan was definitely in the meets. Yo, if you listen to the, the stuff that wrestlers would say about Hogan, though, like, this nigga was... Him and his wife were having all sorts of fucking sex parties with everybody and shit. Like, the niggas used to swing. Why not? You wouldn't go to a Hulk Hogan sex party? <laughs> Maybe with Brooke. Now, hold on, wait, wait. Let's... let's no, no, no. No, come on, bro. You nasty. <laughs> nah, but seriously... Like, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm t- speak as like single. I'm I'm talking like single Woodrow. Oh, 
Okay. Like, so not I have no fiance right now. Okay. Which you keep going with this. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're working, and, and and you get a you get an email. It says, "Yo, the Hogan sex party, come through, come through, come brother. Through the night. No, come through, like, brother. Have you seen Linda? Like, I'm like, oh, you get to fuck Elizabeth, and I get to fuck Linda. I'm like, no, man, I'm good. Like, no, it's just a whole fucking like a whole <laughs> party. Okay, it's okay. a whole. There's like 75 people in attendance. Well, you get to the door, pass through, and they're all horny. Word, passcode, passcode, brother." <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely pull up. I'm definitely in the up. building. You definitely. Well, the the thing is, you go there early and it's just the nasty boys in there. This is the yo. It's a nasty yo. Who's who's showing up early? The nasty boys are showing up early. Brian, what the, the fuck bushwhackers are, are showing up early. Yo, Billy Jim. <laughs> Jim and Tugboat in the corner. Tugboat. Waiting for some, waiting for the BBWs to pull up. Shout out to the fat wrestlers. Uh, waiting for May, for May Young. Uh, May Young Classic. The original May Young Classic. And the fabulous mood to bring the bitches. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh, my Sounds God. Sounds like a dope party, actually. <laughs> uh, copious <laughs> amounts of cocaine. Oh, man. Yo, yo racism aside, Hulk Hogan's a man, bro. <laughs> racism aside. Yo, hold up, hold up. Let's get off that real quick. So, with SmackDown being in England, you already know the show eh, could have been great, could have not. You know, they've been, you know, kind of like 50 50 with it. Yeah. That's usually a new day. Yeah, they're usually a great crowd. They won the titles. The new day wins the tag team titles for the seventh time. Oh, I did not see I got I, I I don't know I feel weird about this, bro. Like Kofi lost his title a couple of weeks back, three four weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. I don't understand that whole thing. Like. Never looked mad about this shit. I pointed this out before, about an episode or two ago. Never fucking looked mad about this shit. Wins the tag titles. Looks like he's having the time of his life. Still throwing pancakes. My nigga, why is he so fucking satisfied right now, dude? Bro, it's because the up up down down. <laughs> Why is he so satisfied? He's a fucking team player. He's a class act. He's he's bro, he's doing his job, bro. You know what it is? He's probably just no. happy that they threw him a bone, you know what I mean? Like they gave it to him for like a while. You know damn well Kofi snuck his way into that title run. He didn't sneak his he way. They just put him way. in and the crowd loved him. How'd he how'd he sneak he in? Sne- he didn't like Meaning like he, he go into Vince's office he, and like write his name in the fucking he he wasn't card. he wasn't your ideal champion until no. the talk. Well, started. I think they're starting to do that a lot more now because of Daniel Bryan. They're starting mm-hmm. like exactly, but until the conversation started, you wasn't thinking Kofi as the heavyweight champion. You wasn't. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess. It was but obviously, not. during his it was, run, it was a great. It was a great story during his run. Like he did his thing or whatever. And honestly, like the way he lost was trash. I know that shit yeah. fucking pissed you off. Would you consider him trash. a transitional champion or an interim champion? Mm-hmm. Or would you say? No, no, no. I don't know nah, because his run really... was too long. He was like what, six months, five months? Yeah, almost seven months. Was in. it? Almost seven months. It felt in. so much shorter. It was than like it. six and a half. It months. felt like Dolph Ziggler's run. Like, nah, nah. 
he definitely had a he had a he had a pretty meaningful run too because he got in there with everybody. Yeah. But honestly, like he's not Brock. He's not the Fiend. He's not like that champion that is going to really the bring the respect to the. I, I get. Well, what, I get what's, it. Guys. What's Brock been doing though, bro? He's got a name. He, he left with the title. He's not even on there. Dogs. He's Brock. Yeah, just his that's name the on the marquee. Point. Like that's the point. That shit commands respect, bro. It's awesome. He's got cool. like, the fact that he's not wrestling. Thank you. How, how many times? How many times you I said I knew that shit was gonna happen. You want to see Brock Lesnar in fucking twenty non-title matches? That's what I'm saying. There's like nah, supply and demand. The fact that they keep him off makes him more um, desirable. You know what exactly. I mean? And then so when he is on, like, oh shit, you know what I mean? He's all, a champion. all I know is that like an old school champion. Because you can be a fighting champion, like where fights all the time, and then you can be one of the niggas just just every once in a while you come through because you're that good. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, what if? It plays for his they, personality pretty good. Do you good. think they let Rey Mysterio beat Brock? Hell no. <laughs> that shit is not believable. Absolutely not. And if they do, they just fucking hyping up that that Mexico he, event, that super fucking yeah. to the extreme. And they need to relax. Well, what I was thinking... Relax. When you was, when you was bringing up that relax. thing about Inverto, I was thinking that. I was like, well, maybe they're like Nasty. up a new Latin American thing because whenever they start pushing like a person of color, it's for a reason. Like, when they push genders, because they had a whole thing that would... Well, Carlos. Gender, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Carlos, if you would have listened to our last podcast, <laughs> you would have you heard my deep dive on Humberto and how <laughs> I was providing foresight okay. <laughs> on why all of a sudden all the Mexican talent is being pushed so hard and who the fuck is Humberto and why he's getting title shots, two title shots... In one week, I'm not gonna they're lie. winning a damn battle royal to get another title shot. I did the cliff notes. I just read the comments. It wasn't two title shots. It was one title shot. The, the USA title? I don't think that the USA title. That was, was after, a title yeah. shot. He had, the US he, title was after after uh, what you call it? He got it. I don't on, think he had a title shot with. Um, it, it was the first one was a title shot, but still, like it was. A, oh, it was it? Against fucking no. AJ. It like, was against AJ Styles. It was just a match against AJ Styles. All right. But still, like that's like, who the fuck is this nigga? And now all exactly. of a sudden, it's AJ. I get exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. But that's what I think. Whenever they, they, the WWE, they're smart. They have an agenda. You know what I mean? It's also a business. So like, they don't just push people that they think should be pushed. They also push people like, if they're gonna make money off of them, and also like, if they're gonna, like I said, when like with gender, if they're gonna have a whole new like demographic, venture, yeah, venture out into like a whole different place. They need somebody that's gonna have the same faces. As you know, the, the the fans in that area, so they literally pushed him, and then as soon as they uh, they got them, they were like, "All right, let's take this belt off this nigga and put it on somebody white." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beer talking folks. That'll get him. <laughs> That'll that's, put the butts that's in gonna the put seats. The sponsors in. Oh my god! That'll put the butts in. Another the seats. thing we'll fix in post, people. Don't worry about it. But I just think that Kofi shouldn't walk around so so giddy. No, yeah, like, definitely, and, like, this is a perfect time to turn them heel. Perfect time to turn them heel. I don't see them doing that, though. Like, that's, they started they have, as heels. I know, but, like, they weren't... They also, st- like, started, like... They started as heels, but they worked very hard to, like... They started as heels because nobody liked them, not because yeah. they were trying to... No, 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 nobody liked them. And you can't go from throwing pancakes like, to heels. On some real shit, that was amazing how they turned, like... That's just the, the power of wrestling. Like, if you say something long enough, people will believe it, like, because... It was always New Day sucks, you know what yeah. I mean? And they said they would over New Day sucks. New Day rocks, you know what I mean? And eventually, like you say, like I say, you say something long enough, 
That's it. That's it what clicks, it became. It clicks, yeah. man. And speaking of chants, my all-time, hopefully people are listening to this and will stop this. Those you suck Kurt Angle chants, you need to stop that shit. Why? I, I hate that shit. Shit is old already. He's an Olympic gold champion. Have some respect. <laughs> oh, man. When I was in the crowd and fucking, and, and Kurt came out and they were like, you suck. I was like, Kurt Angle doesn't suck. You suck. It was mad disrespectful. Yo, this is a fat one. Still real to me, damn it. He's like, fight me, fight me. <laughs> so, uh, tonight is AEW Full Gear. $50. $50, no. $50 yes. Nasty. If you're watching it from the comfort of your home by yourself. Nasty. Or that's, with your significant that's other five, That's five months worth of the network. Don't do that. Go to the... The floor. No, no, the place <laughs> we were just talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go to the Java Tears viewing party out on 35th Street. Yeah. 27 West, 35th Street. Go out there. Go hang out with some like-minded folks. Um, also, the True Heels, they have they have something going out in Brooklyn. I don't have the address in front of me, but I know they got something going out over there in White Go Google Fab. that. Um, don't yeah. Really, don't really be in Brooklyn like that. But if, you know, if you're in Midtown already, man. It's I think that, it's, I think it's called Play 35, if I'm not mistaken. Hop on that ferry, on people. You can get right to Brooklyn. Like I said, no 27 West, 35th Street. The Java Tears is hosting that right there. 7 o'clock. Be there. Come on. Drinks, wrestling. Like, what more do you want? You know what I'm saying? So, black people. <laughs> um, I was looking over this card. I have it on good authority. ODB is going to be there. <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm looking through it. First match that sticks out to me is the Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful, which is Ortiz and Santana. That's the name of it? Proud and Powerful? Yeah. The reason why I am so hyped to see this match right here is because this match has taken place before, but nobody has seen it. Only the people that were there. And it was part of the Jericho Cruise, the first Jericho Cruise. They wrestled on the cruise. Everybody said it was a show stealer, but no, like, there's no film of it. If there's film of it, they haven't even brought it out yet. That's you know dope. what I'm saying? There's got to be some fans. <clears throat> Definitely, but it was just like little, little grainy things that was going around in, on the internet at the moment. That was Nobody before the really whole TV it. deal and all that, right? Like, so, yeah, 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 and this is why I am so invested in wanting to see this match in particular. And they're wrestling, like, whoever wins is for a title or it's just for No, no, they, they don't have the AEW tag team titles. And what, what did you mention It's just to a tag team match that's happening. At Impact, you mentioned they were, because uh, I mentioned Conan or whatever that he was on. Uh, oh, yeah, they were part of LAX and Impact, yes. They were signed by him, right? Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, you, you don't know about that? Um, oh, that's fine. I, that's, that's, yo, you got to look into that, boy. Look into that run and Impact they did, man. They're, they're the most, they're the most ever with the, with the tag belts. They have the longest reign collectively. I've seen a couple I think of, it's like a, they're like four times. Impact is probably one of the ones I've watched like the least, you know, like. Promotion-wise or whatever, but I have seen a couple of matches, but I didn't know that they were like they're dope. They're from um, New York. And brought in by yeah. They're Latino. They represent like they represent they us. us. They yeah. us. They literally us, bro. So that that's a match that I'm looking forward to because even though I know you know the Bucks, you know either you'll run into fans that say they're the best in the world, top five in the world, to fans that be like oh they're just mad hyped. To be honest, the Young Bucks are great. Oh, they're a great yeah. fucking tag team hell with whatever yeah. they do. They're so in 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 sync with each other. Maybe yeah. because of the whole them, them being brothers it makes it even better. But it's just could be. It's could gonna be, be dope. I like, mean, and, you then you got, and then you got a team like you know Santana and Ortiz, who aren't fam or nothing like that. But just the way the way they fucking move around in the ring and the way they do their moves collectively is fucking fire. 
like they said, they bring in that New York strong style. And hungry. And they're hungry. hungry. Yes, bro. yes. Niggas is hungry. He's on, yo, there's a who reason you, why who, Jericho wanted them who, with him. Who do you think is winning that match? I'm go- Come on, man. Going with Ortiz and Santana, baby. Facts. Ortiz and Santana. Let's I mean, go. I, I know they're the heels in this situation. Fuck it. <laughs> but, um, man, they're going to put on a show. They're going to put on a great show, man. And you're going to pay $50 to see them? No, we're not. Watch wrestling.in. <laughs> My God, that one. Shout outs to streaming services. Word up. Who do you think is going to win that match, Carlos? Um, man, I don't know what's it called, but I got to find out where I'm going to go see it. Well, we already told you where. What do you mean you got to find out where you're going to go see it? I think it? I might go to uh, that Jobber Tears thing or something. Like that. I hey, think, uh, come on now, baby. Know. Or maybe I'll go to, what's that, what's that spot by uh, Melrose? The Donkey something? Yeah, no, they're not showing it at the Mad Next match, we have Sean Spears, who was Ty Dillinger in WWE fame against Joey Janela. Now, when I seen this come into fruition while watching AEW Dana, I'm like, all right, cool. This is the next nigga that's going to beat Janela. Everybody's been beating Janela. Janela just looks like a person who's spot heavy and is there, there for the pops, and then he loses the match. I'm like, I'm just getting into AEW, so like, I'm not too familiar. I know Spears because when he was in WWE, and also when he came through and just blasted fucking Cody with that fucking chair. Yeah, J- Joey Janela, he's a great talent. Janela, I know him from fucking uh, trying to fight Enzo, like I guess like yeah. whatever. <laughs> no, but like besides all that, like Joey Janela is, is actually a really good wrestler. He's been showing that, especially with that dark match he had with Kenny Omega. He's been showing it, I saw getting a whole lot of praises, and I just feel like. Yeah, but he's just he's just basically that dude, like to make somebody else look good and spot him. Need those guys though. Get, get, yeah, but they they also need some fucking wins to stay legit. Well, if it's if it's gonna count, then yeah, like you yeah, because I mean? like, Sean Spears, somebody that they brought in with hype because he had just left um, WWE and he went through the Indies, was doing his thing on the Indies for a little for a little Ten. minute. Yes, for a little minute, then to go to AEW, and all he's doing is losing to AEW. Everybody's like, oh, this is going to be one of those people that needed to leave WWE in order to, you know, do his thing. He's getting booked the same exact motherfucking way. Because sometimes you think the pastures are greener on the other side. Well, sometimes... When it says brown, nigga. When it's straight fucking cocky. Straight track. (laughs) Well, he's definitely not taking the mocks route. You know, they're not giving him... Nah, nah definitely not. So, I think but, this is a, a match where Sean Spears comes out on top. What sucks is, like, whenever you have that much talent... And, it's like, the thing about having the, the, you know, the stuff, the results count, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to follow you. When I first heard that, I thought they were going to have less matches, you know what I mean? Because, if you, like, in, like in UFC, you know what I mean? Like, somebody that you have... Uh, Win loss ratio. Yeah. You don't fight every day. You know what I mean. Or no, but they're week, making it month. a part of it. They're making it a part but, of but the if show. You fight, if you fight every week and you have a win loss record and you're losing all the time, that's gonna fucking look bad. You know what I mean? Now, if you're fighting once every three months and you have that, then it's not as noticeable. But no, yeah. Like but still, is, he's got to win. You know what I mean? He's got to win. Gotta exactly. Win. Otherwise, like how many losses he got? <coughs> so yeah, I think he has like three on his arms. And Janelle was like, like you said, he's like good at making people look good. So maybe that's what's gonna happen. He's about to get fucking a chair shot from hell. And fucking but it's like <laughs> s- someone like Pac, who seems like he's wrestling every damn fucking week. Like his, he's gonna have a high fucking. But Pac be going over though, like all the time. So it's like, no, of course, you know. But you still gotta put into the regards if it's, if it's a person that is not there. Like that. let's say Pac is like twenty and four. And then another dude that don't really come around, that motherfucker eight and two. 
right, let, let's put this nigga at the main event of the TV show. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to learn how. That's one thing I think what AEW needs to concentrate on right now. They need to concentrate to build their mid-card and build those wrestlers that are going to be there to make everybody else look good. Enhancement town. Does the record count, like, when they have, is, is basically, for pay-per-views and for TV, are those the only times that those records count, or even if they're just having house shows and stuff? No, like no, everything. Everything is going to count. I don't know if house shows are going to count. I know whatever they put on TNT and in pay-per-view, that's just going to definitely count. Okay. Well, I would also like them not to charge $50 <laughs> for a pay-per-view. Well, realistically, Watch how much was before WWE, came, bro. before WWE had WWE Network where you were paying $9.99, $9.99, was it called, how much was the pay-per-view? It was like $50, $60, wasn't it? About $40. It definitely was like $30, $40. It was it's like not 40. even that. It's not even that. It's like, it's just like any other business, bro. So you're saying the price is way too high? Why would you go start high up the block where they charge you $50 for one piece when you can go to the other block where they're selling $10 for that piece. Well, what is their, what is their biggest demographic, like, age-wise? No, biggest dem- demographic age-wise, I think, is what, that 18 I just mean, yeah, from, those, I just those, mean those for wrestling. Like are, they, they probably don't have a problem paying that money. Or like, and even kids, I, like, you just tell what, your parents. What's happening money. now, though, because they, they, you can see it within their ratings. Like, you know, By the way, folks, they're, we're in left rack, so if you're hearing that noise <laughs> in the background. For real, they're Left rack is Iraq. Yo, like, life contact. The, 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 buy, the <laughs> like buyer that. rates. Like <laughs> the buyer rates, you can see that. You know what I'm saying? The big man. And a lot, what a lot of people are doing now, they're going to viewing parties. And then, you know, these, these places are going to make their money because they're going to spend $50 on that and then cover whatever the yeah, tax is money. to have so many people there for an event. They're going to be able to cover all that shit. Over, yeah, way over. I know. Like, like, if some spot told me, $5, come in for $5 and watch this. Bro, that's definitely not going to turn I we out of here. But watching watching a a WWE pay-per-view on your phone. I've been there. Like, for $10, I guess you can say. And you can cast if you want. It's good. Yo, it's a difference, bro. It's a difference. It's a difference. And honestly, I I don't feel like, I don't feel like, and that shit, this is just me. I'm not speaking for the whole pod, but I don't feel like AEW's product is warranting $50. Like, because honestly, you're literally going to just give me Listen, you're paying for Chris Jericho's bubbly. That's what you're paying for. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this event... Let's see how this event is. You tell me me next week... I'm going to let you know next week. But let me tell you this. I don't think any event outside of maybe top... Top shows like fucking Wrestle Kingdom, WrestleMania. Um, that's it, to be honest with you. That's really it. That people would actually be like, you know what? I'm going to buy it tonight. Everybody come to my house. That's a that's a view. That's a buy regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you feel like, all right, yo, it's WrestleMania. Yeah, I'll give them $65 for WrestleMania. Boom. Why not? Fuck it. I want to watch that shit. It's just like watching a UFC fight. Like a boxing match. They don't come around all the fucking time. Like the big, illustrious cards that everybody want to see, they don't come around all the time. Plus, like you said, this card, like, there's, if there's this one is, match on here that yeah. like, everybody wants to see. Cause and these guys, cards. this is basically their average price right now on a fucking pay-per-view is $50. I'm not paying that. I'm sorry. With so many different streaming outlets out there and other and, and other promotions like WWE having their own network and you having only to pay $10 in order to watch it every time? Yeah. Dude, there's no way a person's going to pay $50 for that shit. 
No, I don't see it that is, shit happening. It's like a, it's kind of like an old or like an ancient way to do things. I don't, I don't see it happening Especially whatsoever. Nowadays, everybody's just streaming. You know, so that that's what I think. That's exactly what I think. And then with social media, everybody's gonna break every match before it even that's happens. True, yeah. So it's up to you after that if you really want to see it or not. Basically, if you don't want spoilers, stay off the internet. Exactly. But my friends, I think we go with the doctor today, baby. Nice. Definitely, definitely. And once again, we want to thank uh, our boy Carlos Impact. You. For being here, you know, he was AKA out there with, at the Impact event. He had crazy stories. Yeah, plug. Drank with D'Lo Brown till 4.30 in the morning. I don't know what time it was, but until pretty late. <laughs> and D'Lo Brown didn't do the head nod. Cause he I, did. Because I asked. In my head, he did. But in all regardless, shout out to the Nation of Domination. Hey, <laughs> shout out to the Nation Farouk. of Domination. Farouk. Word up. Word. But this is episode 78. Wow. Nice. Wow. 78 of the 20 by 20 podcast. Anybody got a song? Um, what to play to go off on? Yeah. Well, why don't we go off on Real American? <laughs> <laughs> he said real American That's crazy It's that new shit <clears throat> New American by some white band Hey Uh no um, You know what we'll talk about that We'll talk about that Maybe we'll play some Davies Yeah I was I was literally about to say I was bumping that Davies right? That Davies oh, right now I was totally dope. in the wrong area Thing like that Davies for Nas is pretty dope, so we'll see what's up with that. Godfather Part 4. Yeah. All right, let's do that. You already know. And this is the 20 by 20 Podcast. We are your host, Nathan McFly. With Dro. And our special guest. Charlie Impact. There you go, baby. <laughs> we out of here. I like that.
Bitch, walk in my shoes. Yo, big bro, I'm from the ice pick era. Lights came terror. Thought I could sell this dope until my life get better. Hieroglyphics got them tatted on us, so it's hard to miss us. Reminiscing my uncle sniffing the Lionel Richie. Soul train over breakfast. Lexus across the tri-barrel. They not thorough. How you my brother? You not thorough. Soul train over breakfast. Lexus across the tri-barrel. You not thorough. You not my brother. You not general. A whisper of death. A kiss of life. From Sade lips. My wish for life. My neck wearing exotic material, so excited I'm still here with you. I cried about it with a sinister smile. What's notable, I've been winning a while. I'm a dazzler, ancient astronaut from the Dogon tribe. Gangsta tatted up, time traveler nines. How I'm unraveling this major paper and blast niggas like a navy laser. System activated, board the cabin orderly fashion. I'm glad you made it. I'm the captain, flight time, three minutes. Won't be serving lunch or dinner. Your comfort is my concern. You could burn it if you feel it. We'll be cruising at 40,000 feet. Your in-flight movie is Godfather 4, starring me and Dave East. First class for the whole flight. Go ahead and lean your seat back. No lunch at dinner menu, but got champagne if you drink that. Stewardess is models gelato. You can bring it on the pilot cool. I snuck in the cabin so I could see the storm. Joe Clark, the one that they leaning on. I just took my shoes off. Shorty across the aisle look like Lena Horn. 40,000 feet, my Wi-Fi still cracking. You niggas is still packing. This flight about the land. Pick your seat up. Secure your area. Clean up your mess. Half the seats, Louis Vuitton. We double G'd up the rest. We don't even acknowledge the ones you seem to impress. Don't forget your charger. We can fly whenever be my guest.